We've qualified for the World Cup. Go and compete. Oh, might just do a quick intro. Hello yeah, sure. and welcome. Oh, okay, that's no, fine. Just interrupt. It's okay. Uh, hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're here on a special edition with myself, Connor, Adrian, and David and Sean are also here to give their thoughts on the breaking news of the European Super League. Lads, how are we? Upset. Not so good. Yeah. Are we all upset? No. Dave, Dave, you're taking it well. Um, yeah, a little too I mean, well, Dave. <laughs> I have my suspicions. <laughs> For listeners, uh, Sean thinks I'm on the Glazers payroll, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, look, it's, I don't want to take the stage too early, but I just want to say uh, this is a a follow-on of years of absolute greed in football, really, so um, you could make the point this was always coming, and if you're a United fan, does this really surprise you? I don't know, but we'll discuss all that a little later. Well, that's maybe where I wanted to start off is, I know some people are really upset by this. Very upset. Uh, man. Can can someone just maybe explain why? Just for someone who wouldn't understand. Why is this so annoying for football fans? Who wants to take it? I'll explain why I'm upset. Um, like, for years, we probably did see this coming from United. Like, ever since the Glazers took over in 2005, there's been protests. Like, there was a yellow and gold or the green and gold campaign. And then... You look at the way football is now, and you know even FIFA, like and UEFA, they're all corrupt. You look at the World Cup and Qatar, everything, and now this is just completely takes the biscuit, and we have to choose between the lesser of two evils. We want to, we're looking for UEFA and FIFA now to try and put this right for us, even though they're really corrupt organizations in themselves. Um, it's just so disappointing because. Like, up until now, you know, I just don't know where to start. Like, it's, up until now, there was always fair competition. You saw Leicester win the league a few years ago, right in the face of all the other clubs that had the money, and they were able to go to the Champions League and enjoy their time there. Like, that is not even a possibility anymore. And, like, if, if it's going to be a closed league, something like the Six Nations is for rugby, which is rubbish. You look at Italy, like, they stay in the Six Nations, get battered every year. Like, there's no incentive for them to get any better. There's no incentive for teams like Georgia or other countries to to get into a premier division of rugby. So that's complete shite to me. Now it's going to look a little bit like that. Um, And it's removing... Like, they don't give a shit about the fans. They never consulted the fans. So now, you know, Old Trafford won't get filled. You know, we've seen American owners like this. What's next? They're going to move the stadiums out of Manchester over to places like Shanghai, where they can probably fit it for 100,000 100, people a week. And it's you know, it's going to be Shanghai United instead of Manchester United. So it's just the start of a, it's a really big step of the demise of our favourite football clubs, who have a lot of history. Like United Liverpool have so much history. That's why we followed them. <laughs> and it's a really, really sad, sad time that <laughs> it could happen. I just want to say... I disagree with that slightly. I think this is not the start. It's like the middle of the end. You could make this point. It's the beginning this of the end, been yeah. Coming. <laughs> this oh, like yeah. No, I said it's end. been coming. But it's a big step. Yeah. Like this is, this is probably the biggest step that we've seen in this globalization of um, football clubs and, and where the owners are, are making these decisions without fan input. Like nothing has been done on this scale before. This is totally reinventing the wheel. Well, I, I mean, you could say the Premier League at a, to a point was this on a scale. Well, like the Premier League broke away in '92 to make more money from television rights. So, well, it didn't break it away really. Before. It reinvented well, itself, but it didn't break away. They, like, they made a new league. It was, and the thing is, the FA and everyone were behind that. Like this is, this is just the club owners in a little club of their own saying, "Okay, let's take our teams here and do this." That hasn't been done before. That wasn't the way it was done in the late 80s, early 90s. They wanted to market the Premier League 
Um, but it wasn't just it wasn't the club owners making the decisions there. Like that was, and also there was still fair competition came into it. You can, there was no one, there was no exclusivity into the Premier League. You can still get promoted, demoted. Um, well, I agree with that, but like this yeah. kind of has happened before. Is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think this is this is ridiculous. This and like, like 100. If it goes ahead, I'm not following it anymore because it's not it's not the club that I grew up loving anymore. Like, and it hasn't been, and I haven't been totally honest with myself. Like, no, I've been on the podcast and stuff before. I've defended Ali, I've defended United. Sometimes just talking out of my ass, to be honest. And I'm totally wrong, but I'm just going to defend United anyway. But no, this like Ed Woodward is an absolute scumbag and uh, he's money money making scumbag he was working with JP Morgan to secure the the, the sale of United um, to the Glaciers then the Glaciers gave him the job as chief executive he knows nothing about soccer he just knows about making money and it happened to a few other big clubs and yeah it was it was it's something like this is going to happen it's just really disappointing and it's just, it's just disgusting. I think United should be kicked out of the Europa League straight away and the other team should be kicked out of the Champions League straight away. I just want to say, the last time I was on, I said I was a, a die-easy United fan because I didn't feel Ed Woodward and United and the Glazers were trying to win. And whoever said I'd shit opinions, turns out <laughs> I was right in the long run, wasn't I? About Frank and Klopp and United in general. But yeah. Was that me? That might have been me. I'm not even sure. That might have been you. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I heard an interesting point about why all this started um, when you look back at 2018 and I think in 2018 was the year that Neymar went to PSG and <clears throat> people from PSG have come out in the last couple of years and said that the reason they put out that bid for Neymar was basically to destroy the transfer market because they knew if they raised the price of players so high the old guard like Liverpool and Madrid and Barcelona couldn't compete so all these teams banding together is actually what started this Super League because they wanted to protect their own interests, basically, Madrid, mm. Barcelona, and all these clubs. Um, so I don't agree it's the start, but I feel like the tipping point to really the middle point of where all this is was the Neymar transfer and PSG trying to like completely destroy football and transfers and all that. So. Mm. Yeah. I think um, something like this was basically, inevitable. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, like sorry. a big European wide league was going to happen eventually, inevitably. But the no relegation thing is the biggest problem by mm-hmm. far. Like, even if they 100%. just came out and said, We're just forming our own league, European league, it'd be really shit. But I mean, that was what's going to happen. It's just the natural progression of things. But then mm-hmm. to say that 12 teams no matter how badly they do, are never going anywhere. Like Arsenal now. Some people are on about Arsenal who shouldn't be even in this league. Actually, never mind Arsenal. Tottenham. Burrs. Tottenham. Spurs. Yeah. Who have never won anything. Like they won a league <laughs> fucking 60 years ago. They haven't won a trophy in our lifetime. But anyway. We're going to have won a trophy more recently than Tottenham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the idea, um, I've seen some people say this will work out well for Arsenal actually because they'll inevitably hoard all these great players. So, like, they can't fail and they'll just keep getting better. It's like, "Mm, I don't think that'll that's what's going to happen. Stan Kroenke has shown that he's more than happy to just pick up the check every week from fans paying money for the tickets. So if there's no danger of getting relegated, they're getting guaranteed money every year. Why would they ever improve the team at all? The team can just turn to absolute shit. And and you could make the point that teams like Spurs, Arsenal, United, Liverpool to a point, and I know Hanley disagrees with Flynn's point before about the fortune of how this team was made, but have only just been trying to qualify for the top four for the last 10 years anyway. Like, United you know, haven't been trying to win a Premier League. I totally Spurs agree with that. Yeah. So, like, the only one what they've always wanted. All they've ever wanted to do was finish in this little green zone, which is around third or fourth, where you make a load of money, but you don't have to spend a lot of money to get there. Like, the most expensive position in football to get to is from, like, third to first. Because from there on, you have to spend another 200 million on an Mbappe or a Kevin De Bruyne to get to, to win a league. 
the most profitable zone you could be is where United are, where you just spend when you're out of the Champions League to get back into the Champions League. And once you actually qualify for it, you just sign Donny van der Beek for fuck all and then don't play him. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. this is what these clubs have always wanted, just to make money for just being there, basically. Yeah, I think the only thing that can prevent something like this happening with the way the system is, it's like government intervention from the British government or the EU, because otherwise not. I mean, what what are UEFA going to do? UEFA can't do a fucking thing. FIFA can't do a thing, mm-hmm. especially the whole game is built on money. And that's the problem with a total free market like this is there's no way to prevent the monopoly of like the biggest, most powerful people who accumulate all the money. If they say, okay, we're going to set the rules now, you can't, no one can do a thing about it because money is the root of the whole thing and they have the money. So the only way to prevent that is a government, the peop- a democratic vote of the people, which is probably not going to happen, have any kind of input on it whatsoever. But that would be the only thing that could prevent it if the government came out and said, this is not going ahead. Do you know what I'm curious about is if you look at all the, the big players, like the top players that this league would be hoping to attract, if they're not going to be able to play international football, are they still going to go just for the big, massive cash? Yes, yes. Do you think they will? Because I don't know. I don't know if these players are going to look at this made up league that's invite only and think that's where I want to go a league that has no history are they just going to well, go for happens. money because because I think a lot of like I, when I'm thinking Liverpool and I'm thinking of their big players like Salah and Mane and stuff they really care more about playing for their national teams than they do Liverpool they don't give a shit about Liverpool really other, other than it gives that. money but at the same time yeah. it's what happens in rugby rugby players give up their international careers to play in different countries and make more money Mm. So I mean, why wouldn't the soccer player do even that? away from I don't, yeah. even yeah, away from ahead. like international and another sport players get developed by clubs they spend their whole life at a club as an Arsenal fan I'm aware of it that once they get to like the age of like fucking 19 they're just like even though I love this club I've grown up here spent my whole life here supported them as a child wore their jersey as a pajamas uh, now another club is going to offer me more money and not even that much more money. I'm going to go join Chelsea or something. They do that yeah. with clubs. <laughs> Never mind countries. They're probably more, even more attached to these clubs than they were ever attached to the countries. So if people jump ship and do that, then I don't see what would stop them from saying, I'm not going to play internationals. I'm just going to play for the big money. And, uh, and I think another think... example of this was uh, Giovinco couple of years ago he was playing in Toronto for the MLS mm-hmm. and he was yeah, like he was. ripping up shit in the MLS as in like he was the best player by a country mile and Italy were really bad and Antonio Conte said to him like two years before the World Cup or it was a yours or something and he said I'm not picking you unless you play in Italy and Giovinco was like no I'm going to stay in Toronto and keep playing against all these little children and, <laughs> and score loads of goals so it didn't matter to him so mm-hmm. it'll care it'll matter to some players but I think the majority of them I don't think it will yeah, I think it'll be tighter as well. Um, I've side of the hand there. I think, I think you look at some of the players, like to get to the top, you need to be driven. Like these guys are not people who went on the piss when they were teenagers. They put their head down, they put the work into um, training hard, trying to be the best. They love football. For I would like to think that the majority of them love football. They've watched it growing up, they want to win the Champions League, the Premier League. For a lot of, definitely, there has to be. I know myself, maybe I'll be not even saying it, but I think I would rather pay for, play for Leicester in a real league for 30 or 40 grand a week than United in this rubbish for 80 or 100 grand a week. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think, honestly, that I would be like that. Obviously, I, some players don't give a shit. We have the Gareth Bales of the world. We have the lads who went to China. You know, that type of personality won't care. But it probably, probably be the older players it's going to be like a retirement group. Like, mm-hmm. it won't look good. After a while, the novelty will wear off. We won't like seeing United playing Real Madrid every week. It won't be worth as much money to the consumer. So it's actually not a very good long-term business plan because you look at United Real Madrid in the semi-final of, of the UEFA Champions League. That's a huge game because it comes around once every 10 years. If you're watching that every week, it's rubbish. And then it's, it's like... You're playing Madrid for the first time in a Champions League 
game ever coming up. Yeah, Personally, and that has a real good pull to it. Like, yeah. you know, that's you can imagine yeah. exactly, you know. But if you could say, oh, you know, United are playing Real Madrid six times in the next year, is this in this round robin thing? It's like, okay, yeah, it's pretty dire. Like we've seen that in the the Champions Cup. You know those mini preseason tournaments that they have in. This is probably examples of the thing when Rooney made that point today that they have like Champions Cup mini tournaments in the preseason, like we play on FIFA. It's like this in in, in the regular season, which is just it's, it's it's it will lose its pull, like you know. So long term, unless the Chinese market and the American market keeps paying for it, I don't think the market is there in the UK for it or anywhere in what? Europe. I have a question for like all of you. What club do you think looks the worst out of all of this? Because like I'm a United fan and I've said it in the past year that I felt like United as a club weren't trying to win anything anyway. And yeah. Woodward was only obsessed with making money. You could yeah. make, I don't want to make an argument for Arsenal or Liverpool now, but what club do you think looks the worst out of Like which club has put itself on a moral pedestal? The highest moral. I know what you're trying to say, Dave. Well, I'm. Well, I'm. I'll go first and say I probably Liverpool. I suppose. Never Barcelona for me. Well, I mean, they cashed in their chips when they were like, um, they got rid of the UNICEF or whatever sponsor to get sponsored by Qatar. That was Mm. that was a big line in the sand. (laughs) I thought I was like, wow, that was like part of their identity. And Pure, they got rid of and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was like we're not going to yeah. take sponsors. We're more than a club. Qatar come along yeah. with an extra hundred million. They're like bye bye, children of UNICEF. <laughs> <laughs> all the best. Made our old rice meet you. Uh, Ronaldinho just doing keep the up. Yeah, UNICEF children. Yeah, that was like what. I, what I do think is the Liverpool owners. They are American, right? And they're clearly ignorant. And, you know, there's a way American sports are run that's different to the way English sports are run and all that kind of stuff. But, the like, I can see the thinking that, look, the Champions League, we're sick of playing Dynamo Zagreb fucking every second year and earning shit all. And it's such a difficult competition to win. And we've won it now, so let's just fucking leave it. And let's make an elite competition. So we'll still have the Premier League. We'll still have all the local rivalries and all that kind of stuff. And we don't affect anything. And we'll just have a more elite Champions League. I actually kind of get that. I really do. What fucks all this is the Premier League and the internationals all saying, well, you can't, or or else you can't be part of this. So now there's this kind of thing where they're going, well, we, we have the ball rolling on this we can actually maybe compete with the Premier League. And that's where it's all fucked. And this invite-only idea just doesn't sit anymore. Because especially for um, British people, like the history of the clubs, like for us, we're blowing fans, you know? Whereas for them, it's about the history and the competition and all that kind of stuff. And looking after local players and local teams even, Mm. you know, all these lower league teams. So I think that's the issue. I mean, if they could Plus, keep the Premier League going, they'd be fine. Plus, if you think about it, like the other negative to this is that the, these clubs are like, you know what? We want to have our own European League to make more money. Fine. But you're going to get 300 million, million euro reportedly more than, if you're Liverpool, for example, than West Ham, who actually qualify for the Champions League. Or Arsenal will get 300 million more than fucking Leicester or Wolves or whoever is ahead of them in the league. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense because those teams yeah. are better than you why are you getting 300 million more that's just ridiculous the rest of the season is just completely meaningless even if Arsenal and them aren't kicked out of the Europa League who gives a shit now because it's like the whole point of this Europa League run was like oh if they can get the Champions League through the back door wow imagine next season back in the Champions League what a huge struggle <laughs> up the mountain now <laughs> who gives a shit no one they, they can kick them out of the Europa League fine like none of the games matter none of the league matters this whole season exactly I don't I question well mm-hmm. what's the point in it makes you ask yourself why you even support a club in the first place like why do I even support Arsenal I heard someone make I'm no answer about the Glazers oh, sorry but I made someone make the, heard someone make the point with the Glazers that um, 
the big thing for Solskjaer, which you've talked about on this before, was that he needs to win a trophy to prove he's a good manager. He needs to win a trophy. Like Finishing second is good enough. Solskjaer could win the Europa League this year, and the Glazers have inadvertently made that competition meaningless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so people, the public are challenging Solskjaer to win a trophy, and their owners are just basically saying, yeah, you know what? That trophy doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they don't care if he wins something. Like the, no, the, the like the thing is with Ali is that they're just trying to keep the United fan base quiet. We all love Ali, and we're just about there, and we're okay. We're looking a bit better, so we're as a fan base, we're we're a little bit more content with it than before. So the owners like okay, they're not rioting on the streets, and also they're all in a pandemic, so they can't. And yeah. we can just go about it and do what's really important, and it's just about making profits. So. They couldn't give a shit if we win the Europa League. Like you look at Tottenham. Tottenham have a chance of winning their first trophy in how long? In six days' time, and they sack their manager. They don't give a rat's ass about that cup or anything. They are just about, oh, we need profits. It's like, I think someone asked a question to, to one of the Glaciers last week, and he didn't know how the offside rule worked or something like that. They don't give a yeah. shit. Like the thing is, it's not going to work long term. Like these are bankers, American bankers. And they're investors. Investors are good because they put money into something when, when it's a good time to, and they're good at getting out of it when the shit hits the fan. They'll pump this. You've seen share prices go up in all the clubs today. They'll do all this. We know that it's going to lose its pull in a couple of years. They're going to leave this league and the clubs in it in a pile of shit. They'll be out of the Premier League. They will be after selling all their shares and these clubs and this Super League will be worthless in a few years. Like, it could all just turn to shit. Like, these bankers have, they, every 20 years, they destroy the stock market anyway. So how can you trust them? They don't give a shit. They're just trying for their own self-interest. The problem is, is that we allowed it to happen. I wish that we had a, a model like the Germans, where fans have to have 51% of um, shares, controlling shares. We don't have it. We left the door open. And now we're... We're pretty much screwed. Capitalism. To a yeah, point, it's... though, do you think we've subconsciously always loved the idea of a Super League? In that, like, we've been watching Sky Sports for the last 10 years and they have been, like, talking as if the top six is a mini league within the Premier League. And that getting into the top six is the ultimate well, to prove that yeah. you are one of the top six teams in England. And yeah. we always, like, subconsciously always love... <laughs> The idea of a super. I think they were, they were selling it. Like I think, look, they're probably the top six. They were trying to include probably the top six sets of supporters. So they're probably if they keep including, keep including Arsenal and Tottenham as part of the conversation. They're going to get clicks and views from those fan bases because they're still big. So they're even if Arsenal is shit, they're still including them. So I think that's look. It is what it is. But like the Champions League should have been. It is. There's too many teams in there anyway. And I think Dave, we were saying years ago that. Really, what it should be it should be maybe the champions and runners up of the league, plus the FA Cup winners, and that's it. And then like, or maybe the champions of the league, and the champions of the cup, and they all go into European competition, and then that's that's your good competition. You don't get there for being fourth out of twenty people. Yeah. Like that's the way it should be. But I don't know. Well, one thing I, I just wanted to back up was that this idea of like a European another European competition or a more elite European competition isn't really that even bad an idea, but it's like we said, the relegation. It's like, these are the best six teams in England, like forever now, like forever. Yeah. Because like 50 years ago, it would have been a totally different six teams. I mean, Man City wouldn't have been anywhere close. 30 years ago, Leeds and Everton would have been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle. Blackburn. Yeah, so just all these yeah. teams have just yeah. Spurs got so lucky, really. So lucky. <laughs> but I wonder that Daniel Levy dog, he is a he is a piece of work, you know. He got him in all right. Like if there's if there's a talk around the table with this kind of crack, you know Daniel Levy, he's he's involved. Like can I just say in defense of Spurs, because people love the shit out Spurs, and I always think two points kind of unfair. I love Who do you think spent more in the last five years, Everton or Spurs? Who's what? Spent more Everton. money in the last five years, Everton or Spurs? Probably Everton, yeah. Spurs don't spend even a fraction of what United spend 
um, City spend, what Chelsea spend, and we still compare them to all these big clubs. So it's laughable the Spurs are in it, but Spurs always get a hard doing, I think, for just being good enough to be around the conversation of winning something, but never actually being there, I think. I dislike mm. Chelsea more than Spurs. Well, actually, now it doesn't even matter because fuck it, oh, yeah. they're all in the we're fuck all in the same boat, and I'm in that boat with them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, like it's just I hate them all. I just like <laughs> it's a, yeah, I hate, we, you know, we hate it. You don't want to follow like, them at all. Me, me and Manix have been pretty vocal that like we've nearly stopped sport United. I've been pretty close to it for a while now. 100%. Would, you, like, would Flynn or Hanley, would two of you consider stop supporting? I think I have to see what happens. Like, one thing that has actually made me a little sad is realizing that the six Champions Leagues that we won means nothing anymore. It means nothing. All the Premier Leagues may as well have not happened. It may as well become Liverpool Wanderers. Like, do you know? So, yeah. I think if there was still the same players and the same staff and it was still. Liverpool, maybe, and maybe I could just be like, sweet, now they have all this money to go and buy the best players, and maybe maybe I don't have to watch Liverpool with a shitty draw to Southampton anymore. I can just watch them be hammered by Madrid every week, you know? I, I really don't know what it's going to be like. Um, I, I just fe- think, yeah. I, I, I don't know that I could just swap like my support for Liverpool to another team, though. That's my worry. If I could, I'd be like, grand, I'm a fucking Bayern Munich supporter right now. I'd nearly just do it. Mm. I feel like if you, if the thought crosses your mind of, um, I don't know, I'll have to wait and see, then you're going to support him. If you're not straight away, like I'm, I'm done. Then the thought is already in your mind of letting him in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if your missus shifted someone else, would you stop loving her? <laughs> <laughs> probably wouldn't, you know? This is really similar to like someone well, saying like they cheated on that. you. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I could just stop loving someone because they fucked up, you know? Even if it was a no, really but bad your missus, but say your missus is completely different now, like looks different and different personality because <laughs> so United, totally are, United in the 90s, right? Like I'm in love with United in the 90s, United under Sir Alex. Um, but this global thing that is United now, like oh, I would be looking for it. It's more like, um, yeah, it's like someone telling you they got married to someone else. Not that yeah. they cheated. Because it's not yeah, a mistake. A point, it's not a mistake, like a one night thing. They made the decision to totally change everything and to leave everything yeah, else behind. I fell yeah. into the Europa Super League. Like I fell into the Super League. Like, yeah, I got drunk like, and signed up for the Super League. Well, what if they were like, <laughs> "But look at look at us now. Like look at look. I've got a, like <laughs> implants or something. I know. Like that's kind of like, like yeah. Now, that's now I'm better. playing all the best teams, and you're gonna see the best football, and it's gonna be the best. It's you're gonna have the best sex of your life." Every week for the rest of your life. Yeah. But they also say <laughs> yeah. they're like also married to a Chinese man and <laughs> an Arab <Yeah>. man. <laughs> and you have to share between yeah. them. Exactly. Like those kind of things. What about you, what about you, Flip? What about you? Life, you know? Fuck. This is, I mean, I really don't want to, but I just know once the first game, like I have it in my mind, I won't watch. And I just feel like the first game that's on I'll, I'll even check the score if I even check the score in Arsenal's first game I'm already giving in I'm saying I'm interested I want to know about yeah. it so I'd have to completely cut the whole thing off which wouldn't even be possible because it'll just be plastered fucking everywhere and everyone will be talking about it and I'd have to give up following football really and maybe I should well I think it'd be easier I think it'll be easier than you think, Finn, because what, what, right? So, say Arsenal, they won Super League a year from now. What's left there? You just know that those players don't care. Whoever's left there, right, fair enough, someone might be stuck on a contract for another year or two. But after that part fails or passes, who's left? Just people who don't care about natural competition, just people who just want paycheck. That's honestly like watching the Chinese Super League. You, they do, there's not the same want and desire in that set of players. You know, yeah. as there would be in a league with proper competition. So I, I, for me, I'm like, yeah, I might check the score out of habit, but after a while, even like, yeah, it just will go. 
And then made me ask myself, why did I even start following Arsenal at all in the first place? Like, what were the reasons why I chose to support a team in a different country? And I can lie to myself and be like, it was the philosophy or the style of play or I had uncles in London or some shite. But the reality is that it's because I saw loads of ads for them. And that's it. I only started, yeah. I only started following United because I got a big poster with a football magazine on one side of Alan Shearer and the other side of Cantona. Yeah. And like obviously Cantona with his like collar peaked yeah. up look way cooler than yeah. Alan Shearer, like the local butcher. And you know even, I mean? so, even Mark, 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 won't matter, like because there's a younger generation coming up and they won't give a shit because they won't have any attachment in the first place. And it'll seem weird to them for us to be upset about it. Because they'll be like, Well, why were you attached them? Why did you care about that at all? It'd be like if someone told us that they stopped following Everton in 92 or whatever because they joined the Premier League. And to us now, it'd be like, makes no difference to us. Like, we did the exact same thing. We support them in the Premier League. It doesn't matter that they're in this league. It's the top football teams. Um, Like the amount of like Americans over here or Americans, North Americans, whatever, that support PSG and like City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. they're like diehard like fans of them, and it's like these are like the worst clubs in the world. <laughs> yeah, and there are team people who support Arsenal because when you load up FIFA, they're the first team you see. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to talk about. Sorry, Fanny, you go on. I'll talk about it after. No, no, I was just gonna say. Out of all this, like, I think Bayern and PSG will be like the places to go for players after this because they can still be They're competitive. Not gonna... They can still make lots of money. They can still they can do whatever they want in competitive leagues, make whatever they want, play whatever internationals they want. I think and even the PR that they'll get out of it by, you know, being proper footballing teams and not giving mm-hmm. into the money. I, PSG, I think PSG be... no. PSG no, no, no they're no, being complete hypocrites about this. The I was actually thinking Dortmund. Yeah, I wouldn't trust them as far as I can show them. But I think a lot will come down to what Sky like Sky are all against it. But if they're offered a deal tomorrow, totally changes the picture. Same with BT. It like they most of the we we do follow fan channels, so we'll be in the know. But for for massive percentages of, of people, the marketing and everything depends what Nike do. Depends what. All the sponsors do depends what Sky does. Yeah, that will they either show the Champions League all the time or they'll start showing the new league all the time. And the, show the, new the one. owners themselves don't care about me or you are not true fans. They just care about, as we're talking about, this new crop of fans, either younger generations or American fans, Chinese fans who don't care, don't know the history, but they'll pay money to see it. And Adrian, I really don't share your optimism about Bayern Munich. Or the German clubs, whatever about PSG, that's its own category because they're like backed by a country. But Bayern, best case scenario is that they don't join. They stay firm and they don't join. I think they will join. They'll eventually have to go along. But even if they don't join, I don't see their future being very bright because as much history and as much of a purist club as they are, they'll end up at best like Ajax are today. Because they're just not going to be yep. in the picture. They're not going to be in the top. They're not, they're not mm. going to be a top destination. No matter how good they have it, their facilities or whatever, or their mm-hmm. ethics. Ajax, and that's in the best case scenario, they'd be like Ajax after 10 years. Like Ajax only 15, 25 years ago were winning Champions Leagues. They were the top team in Europe. Mm. And 10 years of the Premier League of commercialized, globalized football, Ajax were gone down the fucking tubes. And they're not even like, they're bigger now than I think Bayern would be in 15 years if they stay out of this. Ajax are like Leicester. Good point. They won, they got to like a Champions League semi-final, wonderful fairy tale there a couple of years ago. I'm sure Leicester's Premier League was a fairy tale. There's a lot of, um, I've been looking online a lot, um, reading stuff about like a lot of the like we were listening to Klopp there and I know it's probably been cut out my criticism but he was talking about the Champions League and it's already a pure competition but the Champions League was born out of AC Milan wanting to make more money so they wanted to add this group stage into a European competition back in like the 80s 
Like Champions League was AC Milan's idea because they were the biggest club and they wanted to make more money. The Premier League in itself has been born out of, you know, Kieran talked about it yesterday in our group chat. And it's slightly different to this, but it, it, it's similar. But like this, the Premier League was born out of greed because the clubs that wanted to join the Premier League wanted more money and, you know, didn't want to filter the money down necessarily back to the football leagues. So, I don't know. I don't know when you want to talk about Sky Sports and the hypocrisy out of all coming out of their fucking mouths. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of people are misremembering the good old days of football of the last 30 years because a lot of it has been born out of greed anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it's not just football. This happens with everything. When money gets into it and it becomes the sole driving force behind anything. If it's, something's popular and there's enough money in it, eventually it all becomes so sanitized and so the same and it becomes like locked off for like a few big companies to make as much money as they possibly can off it and everything else is like pittance it doesn't matter how much how important it is like movies or music or anything it's like a few big people ring fence their profits and turn everything into the same thing that looks the same and sounds the same that appeals to the widest amount of people Exactly. That appeals to a globalized audience. And it all it'll happen. It happens to everything that you love. <laughs> if money gets into oh, it, no. it really does. If money gets into it, it turns into the same thing. And that's something that appeals to the widest amount of people. And that's it. That's why we should all go out and support our alternative jazz musicians playing the fucking bongo drums or something. Or At least they're not in it for the money. True. Can I do? Uh, can I do a little role play with Hanley? Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be um, David O'Sullivan, chief reporter of Sky Sports. Okay. Sean, you're going to be from the Daily Mail, and Flynn, you're going to be from Arsenal Fan TV. I don't know. <laughs> and Hanley, you're going to be the the chairman of Liverpool, and you have to defend the Super League. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Mr. Hanley, okay. announcement of the European Super League. Uh, what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on the league overall? I think it's um, a great opportunity for our fans to see the elite uh, players in the sport playing every week. Um, it's a, it's, um, you know, we we've conquered Europe and now we're going to conquer it in a different form with truly the best players and the be- best teams and the best facilities. And it's a very exciting time. Is he taking the piss, fam? <laughs> Excuse me. Enough is enough, fam. It's time to go. I my, don't know why. <laughs> my mom is pro Super League. Is she nuts, fam? I don't think she is. Um, I think I think Arsenal are another brilliant team, and I, we look forward to seeing them in the competition. We've. Met them many times over the years and had great games against them, and we can will continue to do so. <laughs> well, I'm convinced. Is that all we have? That's it for today. Okay. Thank you handled that pretty well. <laughs> it's easy. It's fucking easy. Yeah. I thought it'd be hard. No, the Champions League is dead and buried. Like I said, it's just <laughs> what what I don't get, and I'm convinced of this. You see, but but I know that you think differently. Is like from. From, uh, I'll talk a Liverpool perspective. If they could stay in the Premier League and play this Super League uh, and play internationals, I think that would be perfect for them. But you seem to think that they wanted out of the Premier League anyway, do you? Well, I, the initial thing of this three years ago is that they would make their own league completely. So I think this is just them dipping their toes in the water. Plus, as, as I said earlier, and I used the example of like Arsenal and Liverpool, for example, it's not fair that Liverpool and Arsenal and United and any of these clubs can join a competition where they make 300 million every year and finish like ninth in the Premier League. But West Ham, for example, fit, could finish above them, qualify for the Champions League, yeah. and they're at a disadvantage of 300 million. That's where it's for me. And that's I wonder, one of the big reasons. like, there must have been some criteria for picking it, or do you think it was just the, the richest teams? Like, do you think well, they went well? It's you know, viewership, people... probably. Yeah, or it's, it was more the it's old pure teams bodies. There is a lot of body, yeah, cronyism. And a lot of bodies. The buddies wanted to protect themselves from the next city and the next PSG yeah. and the next. Mm-hmm. The, it's the old team. Protect themselves from pre- themselves. 
yeah, they're tr- they're protecting themselves from this new wealth coming in. It'd be like if all the banks in the world came together to protect themselves with Bitcoin. You know, it's like mm. the, it's the old wealth trying to hold on to the old bit of power that they have because they see the power of PSG, they see the power of Manchester City, they see the power of Chelsea, which no one gave a shit about Chelsea fucking twenty yeah. years. Ago. Yeah, like I've seen you. I saw United fans cheering on Chelsea at the weekend. Like how fucking embarrassing is that? Like, <laughs> yeah, normally <laughs> I City for when you through. Oh, I I was cheering them on. That's yeah. not embarrassing. I was. Well, I, I was. I don't want. I don't want City to to win a quadruple because that's going to overshadow our treble of ninety nine. Because I remember that because that's part Cheer of. Chelsea. You know, I was Chelsea. proud of it. Of course, I was cheering on Chelsea when they beat Man City one hundred percent. I think that's bad. But whatever. I don't think a lot of United fans would disagree with me. Sure. We don't like. Trophies don't matter. We didn't, yeah, but they don't matter now anymore. But like on Saturday, they did. Show me your profit and loss accounts for the year ending. Okay. (laughs) That's that's what the children growing up today are going to have. They're going to get sticker books full of profit and loss balance sheets. It's like, show me Arsenal's financial returns (laughs) in their advertising revenue from the first quarter. Oh, you got shirt sales figures. I'll trade you for my boot sales figures. You could make the point that Arsenal were the first club to figure all this out. That like you don't have to necessarily win things to be successful. You just have to finish like third or fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Arsenal still today, in terms of global popularity, are like more popular than any of the Italian teams, and about level with Bayern Munich in like worldwide popularity. Uh, yeah. Somehow, despite having only won like FA, a handful of FA Cups in the past fifteen years. Um. That's <laughs> fucking bizarre. It was bizarre. Fine. How Shows bizarre? Winning doesn't really mean. Like, and because Arsenal and Tottenham, like, they are simply not good enough, probably, to get to the Champions League in the next three or four years, fairly. That's, of course, they're up for this, like. Because if you, it, the way Arsenal and Tottenham are set up, like, Tottenham is an absolute shambles of a club with the new stadium and everything. Like they're like, oh, if we don't get Champions League, we are absolutely screwed. And of course, they're going to have the self-interest to get in there. Liverpool are probably on a downward spiral. Like, and and United, we could go down. I think I think the, I think Chelsea and, and Man City were some of those last to sign up. I think it was kind of spearheaded by United and, um, and by Liverpool. the American owners, and they kind of bullied yeah. City and these other teams to join because they were saying, well. The only way, like, you don't need to be in this competition for the money because Roman Abramovich, like, mm. people in oil fields for money, and fucking City have all the money in the world. So they're exactly. only gonna, in it for the prestige of being in the top European competition. And, and the only reason PSG aren't joining is because they're trying to protect the World Cup in Qatar. Um, and they also own B in sports, and they just signed a massive mm. contract to exactly. the Champions League. So before anyone thinks City or or PSG are the bastions of good morals. Oh, absolutely not. And uh, you know, it's funny, I was, I was looking at um, the president, a former president of Real Madrid, Calderon, I think he was the president between yeah. 09 and 11 or something. And he was like, oh, this is absolutely ridiculous. Not Because you have Florentino Perez, who was the president of Real Madrid. Now he's going to be the chief executive of this new league. And mm-hmm. I'm listening to your man talk on Sky Sports. He's like, Oh, this is disgusting and all that. I'm like, no, you would do the exact same thing. You're the exact same person. Like, it's just you weren't in the job when this decision was made. Like, you're all the exact same, these business people that we shouldn't even know the names of. Like, oh, it's just so fucking frustrating. What's going to be important going forward is because there's no relegation or anything. Uh, it's going to be about making your team look cooler than the others because it doesn't matter how well you do. Like the Dallas Cowboys in American football. Everyone knows Dallas Cowboys. Even though I don't think they've won shit for a long time. Or they haven't won very much. But like they're the biggest team because they're cool. The brand, everyone thinks Dallas Cowboys. They're, they were yeah, in the Simpsons. There are some entrances and yeah. maybe like enter the Sandman and all this kind of crack. Yeah, yeah. It's all, all you want now is more pageantry. More to get your club in pop culture. Get people wearing your hats more than anything because then that's what's going to make people want to join you or keep joining you because winning doesn't matter well, we're going to be watching again, ads to add to that to add to yeah. that like they could make a super league super bowl but like the thing that differentiates american sports from 
this new Super League is that there's a salary cap, for example. So all the teams are even. So like City could be getting 300 million, but they'll still be richer than Arsenal United. So like they could just run away with this Super League. They, they could introduce salary cap after which are not there to like protect the club, to keep the club stable. It's to protect the owners from having to pay yeah. employees yeah. what they're worth. Yeah. And like there's draft picks as well. So like if you finish at the bottom, so say for example, if United finished last, they would get the, the mm. top draft pick. So then in three or four years time, they could be the best team because they have the number one draft pick. That's not how soccer works. So if you just finish bottom with a Super League, you just shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another three. Yeah. I'm saying this can not change unless there's government legislation. But Yeah, so that brings on like, look, we're all totally against this in so many ways. But like, how, how do we fix it? Like, government legislation, it's so messy. Yep. That's no, the only thing I you just can do. Do do you not see managers walking now? No. I would like Jordan to say Klopp so. We'll use it as oh, sorry. Oh yeah, you like, wanted I, to say this, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, if he was smart, he would do that. It. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp is gonna come out with a tear rolling down his cheek, have a press conference. Guys, you know, we had some good times. I ran the hamstrings off all these players. They're all dead on their feet. Yeah. We won two trophies in four years, but it's just not football anymore. This, uh, well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will I'm say one thing just before Flynn cuts in is um, I know what you're saying, but I and I can't speak for all Liverpool fans, but I believe that the majority will be really disappointed if he left. I know I don't oh, think yeah. people want him to go. So, but I know He's what you're amazed. saying. Like, yeah. I think they'd okay. want him to go now out of principle. They will be like, okay, with yeah. it if he left. If I if I left United tomorrow morning, I'd be delighted. This is a great yeah. opportunity for like a mediocre player or manager to say, I'm retiring or I'm out. And you instantly overnight make yourself a hero of the people and you can build a brand yeah. off that. Oh no, now I'm doing it. How do how do you make money out of this? How do you make money off people by exploiting their emotions? Hundred yeah. percent. I, I, like, I've been thinking, Granite Jacket been should retire this. tonight. Like, <laughs> you're just. I was thinking this like a couple of months back. If Solskjaer finished like second and won a trophy, he shouldn't have accepted a new contract. He should have just bolted because he was never going to get fully backed, or United were never going to compete with City and Chelsea anyway. Leave while the good times are rolling. You know what I mean? And I think Klopp would be a genius to like cash in on this excuse and say, look. You, you know, Liverpool could come back and be good next year, but the reality is they're probably not going to be as good as Chelsea or City. Like, cash in on the excuse and, and go. You know? Like, you know, leave with your leave with, with your head held up high some bit. Mm. Um, I'd like to give them a little bit more credit. Now, like, I think with man, like with players, they're still making money for their careers. They don't like they might not have management and things afterwards. So I think a lot of them might have to obviously stick out their contracts. Number one, and they might even sign new contracts, but. I would like to believe that, you know, the Managers Association, people like Pep, who don't need work, who have a name for themselves, that would they would walk away from this idea. I would love to see that idea. Like, Sir Alex came out last night all against it. If this happened when he was in power, would he walked away from the idea? He might have. Um, so I'd like to see, I'd like to see Pep do it, like, I'd like to see Ollie walk away. Like there was an FC United of Manchester founded two thousand five after um, the Glazers took over. Yeah, and I'd love it if a couple of massive United figureheads just said "fuck this" and they just went over to them. Something crazy like that just removes the value from the club straight away. Then it's not worth anything for this crowd of investors to make this major change. Just gotta kill kill the value of the club because the. The power is in the players like, and the managers. They can make a change. I, I don't is know what that... Um, is the power in the player and the managers when a player's career is only like, say if you're... A maybe player, not so much in the players. Their career is maybe right. seven or eight years. Liverpool's been around for like 100 years. The power is in the brand, I, I think, unfortunately. But, mm, well, well, the brand is gone. Mm-hmm. Like... It's taken a hit, but is it gone? I mean, like Hanley just said, like Man, think, it's like they lost a couple million people in England and Ireland, and they gained like two hundred million in Southeast Asia. Mm. But like it could be, they could rebrand it like, some Chinese city, like 
Like the like the clubs that we know of as, as of today, if this plan goes ahead, are no longer the clubs that we've supported. So it's, it's over like. That's the way I haven't been the club I've been supported for like seven or eight years. I could yeah, but I mean, it's they're close to success. You can still celebrate the success. Like they're still, you can kind of go along with it. It's not the same as it was, one hundred percent. But they're still in a competitive league. Everyone at the start of the, everyone at the start of the season starts with zero points, and they're only eight points away from City. It's still a bit of a, you know, they still did something to get there. It's still a competitive league, and um, because it's still something to follow. Definitely doesn't have the same pull as it did years ago, but. Now it's completely fucking gone. I couldn't care less. Like, I'm watching Liverpool Leeds here. I'm on a waste of time. Who cares? What is the score, actually? But that's it. Well, it's nil all. But I'm I'm watching it too. But even in my head, I'm going, this really doesn't matter a fuck. But I'm still watching it. That's kind of the point, is like, I'm still here watching it because is it habit or is it deep down? I, I, I secretly just still want Liverpool to win. Like, I don't think you can just turn off. I don't know. I find it interesting that Dave is like, well, I haven't really felt like it's Man United the last few years. It's like, I don't know. Is that just since Fer- uh, Ferguson went or, or what? Well, it's more that I have felt and I think I've seen a trend in English football that teams aren't even necessarily trying to win outside of the teams that have disgusting oil money or disgusting state-funded money. Well, football was uh, no longer a priority. The, of the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you look at the winners of the last 10 years, do you want to take a guess how many league titles Chelsea and City have won between them, if you include this year's, which City are probably going to win? Most. The last 10 years, won, is it? Yeah, I think it's it seven it or eight. eight. I think eight. it's seven. Yeah. They've won seven. Leicester won one. Liverpool won one. And United won one. So you could say United is the, the the last dying legs of the dynasty, and Liverpool's and Leicester's are a blip on the radar. <laughs> if you want to be honest about it, you know. But we all so Liverpool you know, were competitive for a few years, but whatever. Um, two years out of ten. If you're being honest, uh, I might um, say I three United years. United but... came second, like it you know, this kind of sure. We're off the well, pace for like we second on, years. How many? How many points were United behind City when they won that? Oh, 100% Harris. The United, they've been trusted, but I'm saying they've been competitive. I've, I've still followed them. Like They have. They've been competitive this year. They've, they've, how many games did they come back and, and win um, from being one of them? They've Dave, been competitive. They're, they're trying to Dave, win games. I think, I think your issue is more specifically with football rather than United, do you know? I would say it's partly United as well. And look, part of United, the issue with United as well is they can't compete with City and Chelsea because they can't pull the money out of their arse unless they get it. Oil oligarch or a fucking state of funding. So but can like, I be can I be very blunt now and just say that you sound a bit like a glory hunter? Like you just stopped following United when they stopped winning. No, I'm not <laughs> saying I didn't stop. No, again, it's not saying that it was when they wasn't winning. It's when they stopped clearly stopped competing. You can look back at United's what? transfers in the last couple of years, and they only spent money when they didn't qualify for the Champions League because they're making. 100. Oh, and the most and the most yeah. money they make is when they get money from Adidas. I'm not denying that, Dave. And same to be said with Arsenal. And you're right, like Chelsea and Man City have probably shown the most intent to go out and win the league, right? Um, but like United players, I'm still fond of the likes of Greenwood, Rashford, a few others that have clearly go and try and win games. There's still enough, I still have enough love for the team to watch them in this regard. No, if it goes into this league, then absolutely not. It's nothing to me. But like in, in the NBA, teams go out to win but their owners jeopardise them from winning because they want to tank and get draft picks. You know what I mean? Rashford and Greenwood could work their bollocks off, but if United don't get a defensive midfielder or sign a centre-half or sign a right winger, they're not going to win anything. And the only reason the Glazers would would sign those players is to qualify for the Champions League, not win. That's my point. Yeah, I'm still supporting the league. I mean, the players are still competitive. The thing is two different arguments here. We're not really arguing about the same thing. Um, but look, yeah, I look. I don't know what what can we do about it going forward. It's just a it's just a dark day, in my view. Yeah, I think a real dark one. Can I just throw in quickly that uh, all that Sky Sports making like Monday Night Football free to air and pretending like they're the good guys and all of this is the biggest load of fucking harsh shit. Yeah, I've ever seen in my and life. they were charging people <laughs> what, fifteen euro for a match before mm-hmm. for Sheffield yeah. and Burnley. 
<laughs> and fucking Gary Neville, like, going out on these fucking rants when he's the owner of fucking Salford City and he went against salary caps for League One and League Two, which would have helped his competition, but he didn't want that. He just wanted to yeah. pump a load of money into Salford and get to the championship as fast as he could. Roy Keane going on television saying it's going against the average football fan when the reality is the average football fan has been spending 90 euro a month for a Sky Sports subscription. Mm. Look at Michael Richards like with a tear rolling down his fucking cheek. Yeah. It's actually that Man yeah. City would join this league. It's to their benefit. When there are nothing yeah. It's to their ben- benefit to criticize themselves because as long as they're the ones criticizing themselves, they can control yeah. what is being said in criticism. It's like the way Heineken make um like anti-drink driving ads. It's like they'll put out anti-drink driving ads so they can say they're, you know, doing the right thing but they're also doing it because it's going to happen regardless they're going to get this criticism but as long as they make it they can make it as harmless to them as possible and also advertise their product while they're doing it so sky come along and say here's the opinion which is against commercialization of football but we're going to control it and you have to come to our platform to see it it's like the way Murdoch owned like Fox News and he owned National Geographic at the same time, which were arguing, Fox. yeah, Fox, which denied climate change and National Geographic, which was saying climate change is a massive issue. He owned them both. So he was just collecting money from both sides immediately. <laughs> so it didn't even matter what the actual argument was. It was all about getting funneling enough money towards his own pockets. It's got to get off the I grid. I see people like applauding Gary Neville on Twitter, and I just think it's the most irritating thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just, and I like Neville as a pundit generally. I think he's fucking way better in character, but like on this, I just feel like they should just keep their mouth shut and just show it again. To be honest, because well, it's so hypocritical coming from them. I don't know if they should keep their mouth shut. I mean, if they didn't, like I know, I know if Sky sent a like a memo to all their employees, we're going to get a good deal out of the Super League. Stop badmouthing it. Straight away, we're going to have them like changing their tune. But it's good to hear from something like it's not a lot of people follow the fan sites enough. So it's it's good to hear kind of them talking bad about it for now until they have to talk good about it. Um, but did you ever hear anyone from Sky Sports criticizing Chelsea coming into the league or criticizing City or where their money is coming from? No, they were just creaming themselves over like City getting a sixty million pound signing or Chelsea signing this person. They've never, it just seems so fake all of a sudden that they've never questioned where the money is coming from in the past. But now all of a sudden, we're the good guys and we're going to talk for an hour. You know, it just mm. seems, I don't know, it just seems so fake to me, to be honest. I don't know. It's over for the little guy. It's like football died fucking 30 years ago, but we're just reading the obituary now. <laughs> That's a good That's point. A... Yeah, good point. We got like three minutes left in this meeting. Mourinho, yeah. what about that? Oh, fuck, Mourinho. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Hilarious, he got sacked before winning a trophy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. This is like the last it's... gasp of what I used to think of football. Like this whole valuing managers and trophies and this where it's like, this is what I'm thinking about week to week. Who's going to get sacked? Are they going to win a cup? From mm. this point on, I don't know, do I, why would I care about any of that? So I guess I'm going to remember Josie Mourinho get sacked. It's the last time I really cared genuinely about anything in football. Yeah, yeah could but... be the same for myself. Could really be the same. Anyway. Start following GAA, I think. Well, the GAA works. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll happen to GAA too. It, it is happening in GAA. Look at yeah. Dublin and the Munster Hurling Championship is like a group stage competition, basically, where it's five teams. And none of them get relegated, which is very similar to the Super League. Um, so it's a complete... And if, say, for yeah. example, Kerry, who are in Munster, got promoted out of their second division, they don't go into the Munster Championship, they go into the Leinster one, which is basically like fucking Eredivisie shit yeah. in Championship. It's already happened there. Sorry, J-Fans. All these industries, they always end up turning into the same thing on a long enough time scale. I'm telling you. That's why I only watch like black and white French movies from the 50s. There's no danger of that there. <laughs> Don't have to worry about it. You can't change those now. There's plenty of them to see as well. <laughs> is it a movie? Is it a movie unless you have a green screen and someone in a cape running around 
yeah with with um a chinese character who gets like 20 minute extra scenes in the chinese release of the movie but they do nothing in the american release i didn't know that was a thing oh yeah it happens a lot Mm, they destroyed popcorn did you see that flynn popcorn new one Top Gun. Sorry, Top Gun was Top Gun. Never had any integrity. That was always a recruiting tool for the military. It was made to get people into the military. They they had recruiting booths set up in the lobbies of the cinemas. Like so, you'd come out of Top Gun and write your name down. Yeah, I heard that like a year ago. Well, I would be signing my name off for it if I saw Top Gun. (laughs) Like. Oh, I get a motorbike, a girl, fly a jet. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Like, there's a great soundtrack as well as he dies. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, sign me up. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> One of the toughest things to do is admit the thing that you love isn't so good. Like Top Gun. Yep. If you really think about, like, Top Gun's fun. I love Top Gun, but, like, I know it's no good either. That all, of that, is, all yeah. of that is horseshit. And now I kind of have yeah. to admit that about Arsenal and football. Yeah. It's like, I love it, but I shouldn't and I should stop. We should just thank the lads for coming back, I guess. Yeah, Good to have thanks you very back. much. Great to hear from you. Thank you, Jen. Could be the last time. <laughs> it could be, be. Jesus, I don't know. Or I'd be the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just go, just continue about cooking and yeah, um, just talk about Marxism life. and Marxism. <laughs> That's it. Whatever, whatever else you want to talk about, you, you go on some cool adventures. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, it's okay. been a pleasure, lads. It's been Thank a pleasure. Salute. All the best boys. You've been listening to the Put Them Under Pressure podcast. For more of our content, make sure that you follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Facebook. Outro music.